What is LSU football's national championship timeline? It's something that I have my own thoughts on, and it's something that I know you probably have your own thoughts on as well. But what I want to get into today is Brian Kelly's thoughts on all of that. You are Locked On LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, thank you for making Locked in LSU your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, do not forget that you can also watch us in addition to listening on your preferred podcast platform. Just search Locked in LSU in the search bar and hit that subscribe button and you'll get notified as soon as the Locked on LSU content drops. My name is Caroline Fenton. You can follow me on Twitter at Caroline Fenton one. I'll also be posting podcast updates to the Locked on LSU Twitter at Locked on LSU. Hope everybody had a fun, safe, relaxing July 4th weekend. I know for me today, getting up and getting back to work was a little bit rougher than most days, but I hope everyone had a good weekend. Happy to be back and happy to be chatting with all of you. And I think that right now is a really, it's a fun time. It's an interesting time. And for some of you, you might be thinking that this is a frustrating time because it is absolutely talking season. That's all we got. We've got recruiting, and we can go off of spring games, and we can go off of transfer portal movement. We can go off of moves that are made in the offseason. But really, for the most part, it's talking season. Who will win the SEC East? Who will win the SEC West? Who is the best quarterback in the SEC this year? Who's going to have the most impactful recruiting class this year? We go through it every single year around June, July, leading up to the football season. As of yesterday, we are officially two months away from the Florida State game from the 2023 season kicking off, and I am ready for it. I'm pumped for it. I'm ready for real-life football. As much as I love talking season, I've quite frankly made a living off of it. I am ready for uh, for real-life season to happen, for real football to happen. But I think the talking season is very interesting because while every single year we have very similar themes, like I just mentioned, winners of the East, winners of the West, best quarterback of the SEC this year, I always think each individual program in every single year has its own individual talking seasons. That every season, every talking season, while it feels the same year over year, the essence of it is so different. Because I think back to this time last year. The conversations that you and I were having, the questions that were being posed about this football program, is Brian Kelly a good fit? Can, how good is LSU going to be this year? Who is the quarterback? Was a question that we were having at this point last year. Pretty wild to think how much has really truly changed about this football program in just 365 days. In just the course of one season, we've gone from, Is Brian Kelly the right fit? Who's going to be playing quarterback for this team? How many games is LSU going to win? To now this offseason, the question being, when's LSU going to win a national national title? When is it Brian Kelly's turn to hoist a trophy? Because this is something that I I tweeted, actually, the night of um, the baseball national title 
right at the end of the game, you know, LSU beats Florida 18 to four. I was like, all right, Kim Mulkey, she got her national title in year two. Jay Johnson, he got his national title in year two. Brian Kelly, you're going into year two. Had a pretty impressive year one. You going to follow the trend of your colleagues over there on the athletic department? Are you going to get your national championship in year two? And it's wild to me that we're having those conversations, but that's kind of the work that Brian Kelly and his entire coaching staff has put in in year one. That in one year, we've gone from, is this team going to be good? To, is this team a national contender? Now, Brian Kelly sat down with Blake Topmeyer of USA Today to talk about that exact thing. To talk about the national title expectations. To talk about how... The at SEC Media Days this year, Brian Kelly is going to be asked about a national title and not about his fake Southern accent, which Blake Topmeyer asked Brian Kelly about that. Before we get into all the meat and potatoes about all of that, can I just can we be done with that? I'm so over it. I'm so tired of it. It's so old. We've been there. We've talked about it. We've made fun of him. And I know that, you know, opposing fans, you know, the LSU will Miss game. Ole Miss fans will probably poke fun at Brian Kelly for that. But, like, as a national news service, as a football-watching society, can we cool it with the family thing? I'm done with it. I'm done with it. But uh, that's besides the point. Blake Topmeyer asked Brian Kelly about his championship timeline. And this is what Brian Kelly had to say. The, the question being posed is, when do you feel like this program will be ready to contend seriously for a national championship? Now, first of all, I think that that question is important. When do you think that you can contend seriously for a national championship? It's interesting because it's not just when do you think you can contend for a national title? Because to that, I would say, anyone could say, well, right now, why can't you? Right now, why wouldn't this team contend for a national title? But it's more so, I think the phrasing of the question is important because it's more so, it's less about can you? Like, yeah, you can. And it's more so about when do national titles become the expectation? When does contention become the expectation rather than a pipe dream? Because when you look at it, I really do think that this team has... The, the makings of national title DNA. I always say winning championships in football, it's about the three cuz. Coach, quarterback, continuity. And continuity is more of a, a college football thing rather than an NFL thing. NFL, I think it's more about coaching quarterback. And in college, I do think that continuity is such an important factor, just given the very obvious rotation that every roster goes through every single year. And especially adding in the transfer portal, it's even less continuity more than ever. Well, coach, I think we all can believe in Brian Kelly and what he's building. He's earned that respect and he's earned that trust from us in year one. Quarterback, I think we can all feel good about Jaden Daniels going into this season. That we, of course, he had his ups and his downs this past year. It's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He had his high notes. He had his low notes. He has things that he needed to improve upon. But Jaden Daniels was a better quarterback at the end of the season than he was at the beginning of the season. And that is, that's a fact. So you feel good about the coach. You feel good about the quarterback. And I don't know how you don't feel good about the continuity. LSU was only one of two teams in the SEC returning a, co uh, a quarterback and an offensive coordinator. The only other one is Vanderbilt. 
I don't think we're too concerned about Vanderbilt. And then you just look at the rest of the production from this team from this past season. Your top four leading rushers are returning this season. Your leading receiver is returning this season. Your right tackle, your left tackle, a majority of your defensive line are returning or returning from injury, a la Mason Smith. You're returning your offensive coordinator, your defensive coordinator. Really, the only things that you have lost are your defensive line coach and a handful of players here and there. You feel good about the coach. You feel good about the continuity. You feel good about the quarterback. This team really does, on the surface, have the makings of a national title contending team. So what did Brian Kelly have to say to Blake Topmeyer when he asked him, when do you feel like this program will be ready to contend seriously for a national championship? We'll get into that coming up next. But before we do that, I want to tell you about FanDuel. I absolutely adore FanDuel because there are there are so many ways that you can wager and so many ways that you can get in on the game. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times, 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to $200. That's right. It's just 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's right, 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. All of that on an app that is safe, that is secure, that is also super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. There is no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If y'all need something to bet on, just take a swing. Bet on the Braves. The Braves are absolutely unstoppable. And all season long when I thought, oh, the Braves will cool off. Oh, the Braves will kind of come back down to earth. They haven't. The Braves are absolutely cooking. So check out some Braves bets on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, thanks again for making Locked On LSU your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Every day is coming up tomorrow on the show. We will chat with Brian Smith this week. It was a huge weekend of recruiting, not just for LSU, but around the entire SEC. So we'll chat with Brian Smith about that on tomorrow's edition of Locked on LSU. Breaking down Brian Kelly's sit down with Blake Topmeyer of USA Today, just kind of highlighting exactly what Brian Kelly's thoughts are, feelings are, expectations are going into the season. So when asked about a timeline, when LSU will be able to contend seriously for a national championship, at least in Brian Kelly's eyes, this is what Brian Kelly had to say. We need another year of recruiting. One more really good year on both sides of the ball, I think, puts us in a position where I think year three, 
the consistency piece, the depth of our program, the messaging, all the things we do on a day-to-day basis puts us in position to compete for a championship. Year two, the foundation is in place. I think there's a really good confidence within the group. We've got good players. There's some holes. There's a little air coming out of the tire here and there. I think we've kind of patched most of it, but I think year three is probably where I'll feel in terms of building a program. We've had enough time to really put the pieces together. Now, when I first wrote that, I, and I have a, a bunch of thoughts on that. And before we get into my, my official takeaways, what I liked, what I didn't like about that, I had to ask myself, is that Brian Kelly, and this was uh, an article that, uh, or an interview rather, a sit down that Blake Topmeyer and Brian Kelly had about a month or so ago. So is this June 2023 Brian Kelly speaking? Or was this December 2021 Brian Kelly speaking? Because is this an evaluation of where the team is right now? Or was this Brian Kelly's timeline going in and taking this job? You're one. Let's set the foundation. Year two, the foundation is in place. Now we've just got to continue filling those holes with really quality players that align with our culture being set by our foundation. By year three, that's when we've got the players in place. That's when the culture's in place. That's when the foundation is in place. So is that more so Brian Kelly's philosophy overall on this job? overall on how to build a a championship contending team or is this where this team is right now and I think it might be a little bit of both if this team wasn't in the place that it is now coming off of a a 10-win season winning the SEC West beating Alabama contending for an SEC title I think that Brian Kelly let's say was completely opposite you know LSU goes Three and nine. It was atrocious. It was horrible. All of the above. Brian Kelly would sound pretty silly coming out and saying, yeah, next year we can contend for a national championship. Everyone would be like, what are you smoking? Because I want some of it. So I do think in a way it reflects the current state of the program. But I also wouldn't be surprised if this was all Brian Kelly's plan from the get-go. If it was always year three is the year. If in in December 2021, year three was the year that they could contend for a national title. And I don't know the answer to that question, but I think it matters. And I think it matters because of the way that we interpret, interpret what Brian Kelly says. And also the way that the team interprets Brian, what Brian Kelly says. But I think it's important that he said that. And I think it's important for a few reasons. The first one being that Brian Kelly understands. Brian Kelly knows from from what we've heard, what we heard from his sit down with Blake Topmeyer. He what I'm gathering from that is that he understands that you cannot microwave success. You can't just build a championship program overnight. Even teams who have done that have built contending national championship contending teams overnight. They don't have sustained success. Because I don't know about y'all, but I know about me. I'm not interested in a one-and-done year. I'm not interested in winning a national title and then having two 500 seasons to follow it. Sound familiar? I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in building a program, a contending program, 
not a contending team. Those two things are different because I will use TCU as an example. How many people do you know that are talking about TCU as national title contenders? How many conversations have you had with your friends at the water cooler, with your coworkers, whoever it might be, talking about, man, that TCU, they're poised for a comeback. What Sonny Dykes did in his first year at TCU was really impressive. Getting his team to the national championship game in year one? Beating a team like Michigan in the college football playoff semifinal? Pretty darn impressive. Max Duggan, a Heisman finalist? Pretty freaking exciting. But I don't think that Sonny Dykes has laid the groundwork, and that's yet. Who knows? I mean, TCU could be an absolute powerhouse for the next 10 years. I don't know. But uh, Sonny Dykes has yet to build the foundation, uh, the, the, the culture for a consistently contending team. Like, hasn't had the time. He's only been there for a year. So I, I think that that's the, the point, the important thing that I pulled from that is Brian Kelly has no interest in being a 12-0 team this season and being a 6-6 six and six team next season. He wants to continue the growth year over year. I mean, look at Kirby Smart, for example. 2016, Georgia went 8-5 and five in Kirby's first year. 2017 had a really solid year. Went to the national title game. Lost to Alabama in, in, the, uh, in the national championship. Pretty impressive. Near two. Who's to say Brian Kelly can't do that? But it's not linear. Success is not linear. In 2018, Georgia went 11-3. and They went to the SEC championship. Lost to Sugar Bowl. 2019 went 12-2. Competed against LSU in the SEC Championship. Won the Sugar Bowl. 2020, they went 8-2, and two, missed the SEC Championship game. That's when Florida won the East that year, went to the Peach Bowl, won the Peach Bowl. 2021 and 2022, then they won a national championship. So that was one, two, three, four, five, five years before Georgia won a national championship. And Georgia might just win their third this year. So if you were to tell me, hey, you're going to have five years of of really solid football. You know, you're always going to be a tough team to beat. And it's going to take you five years with Brian Kelly before you win a national championship, but you are going to be a national contender every single year after that. I would take that. I really would. I'm willing to be patient so this team can grow and be healthy and have a very healthy foundation to become a a dominant program rather than a national championship this year and you start all over the next. So that was one of my biggest things. Why I think it's important that Brian Kelly said that is because he understands that it takes time to build up a program, especially considering the program that he inherited when he came in last season. And I think also the other side of that, too, that I think it's important, it's setting fair expectations for all of us, it, for all the fans. For everyone who's talking about LSU as legitimate national title contenders, I think it's fair to have that conversation. Because like I said, I think that LSU football has national championship DNA on this team. But it's also setting the expectation and pumping the brakes a little bit, at least from the coach's point of view, from Brian Kelly's side of things is, yeah, are we going to win every single Are we going to try to win every single game we play? Hell yeah, we will. Would we love to win a national championship this year? Hell yeah, we will. But also, let's understand that it's not the expectation necessarily this year. 
that we understand that we still have work to do. So if there's no national championship this year, just know that's okay. It's part of the plan. We've got a plan in place. But I do wonder, as, as important as I think it was that Brian Kelly did say that, and as, as interesting as I think the, what he was saying is, I have to wonder how some people interpret that. And we'll get into that coming up next. Well, thanks again for making Locked in LSU your first listen every single day. Brian Kelly sat down with, with Blake Topmeyer of USA Today and says, hey, you know, uh, year three is really the year that I think we can contend for a national championship. It's year two now. What can you continue to do to build upon the foundation that was laid in year one? And look, I think it's important that Brian Kelly said that. I think it's important to highlight to his coaching staff, to the fans, to the rest of the college football world, that we are on a plan. We are on a three, five, ten-year plan. So be patient with us. Because although we are going to try like no other to win every single game that we play, this is all part of a larger plan. And I get it. I understand. But I do wonder, how does the team interpret what Brian Kelly had to say. When Brian Kelly says the foundation is placed, we've got a lot of, co- is in place. There's a lot of confidence in this group. We've got good players. There's some holes. There's a little air coming out of the tire here and there. We've patched most of it, but next year is the year that we've got all the, f- the, the pieces fit together. If I'm Jaden Daniels, look, this is my last year in college football. I'm trying to get drafted. Trying to win a Heisman. I'm trying to win a national title. What do you mean year three is the year? And Jaden Daniels is not alone. There's going to be a whole lot of draft-eligible players in this year's draft. This is their final year of college football. How do you think they feel about hearing their coach say that, yeah, we want to win this year, but next year is really the year? Who is that message for? Is it a message for recruits? To say, hey, we're building something special here. Is that a message simply to the fans? Is that a reminder to the team that this is about building something for that'll that'll you know withstand for years to come? That, that we're making Thanksgiving dinner here. We're not microwaving, you know, a, a frozen dinner. I'd much rather have a Thanksgiving dinner than a frozen dinner. One takes a whole lot more time, but one is a whole lot more worth it. So I do wonder, who's he talking to? And you might say, oh, well, the players don't listen to that stuff. Eh, They do. The players do listen to what I say, what you say, the media says, what Twitter says. I mean, these kids are 18, 19, 20 years old. They have phones. They have friends. They have significant others. They have families that all listen and and, and, and ingest this content about the team, whether it be at a local level or a national level, they know what's going on. They know what the talk is. And they sure as heck know when their coach sits down with the national writer and what their coach says when he talks to that national writer. So how does the team feel about that? Of course, you would want every coach to say, yeah, we're going for it. This is our championship year, even though it might not be 100% correct. What's the message on the inside of the locker room? Is the message different? I'm sure it has to be. 
But and I'm not, I don't know the answer to that question. It's something that you know, comment, tweet me some of the, your thoughts about what does this really mean for the team? What does this mean for the interpretation, this team's interpretation of what they can be? Was that a motivation from Brian Kelly? Is he creating his own bulletin board material? Is that a, hey, I believe in y'all. Prove me wrong about my plan. Prove to me that we're ahead of schedule. And I don't know. But it does worry me a little bit. It does worry me how this will be interpreted. Maybe not the entire locker room. But surely individual players. Because if I'm in that locker room, if my goal is to win a national championship, to get drafted in the first round, to make football my career, I don't love my coach talking about how this year is just simply not quite the year. So I don't know. It's interesting. I appreciate it from a fan and a media point of view, what Brian Kelly had to say. But from a player point of view, I just wonder. I just wonder. But it is interesting what Brian Kelly had to say. You're three. Okay, Brian. If not year two, then we'll hold you to that. Year three is the year. That's going to do it for me today. Thank you for making Locked on LSU your first listen every single day. Coming up on tomorrow's podcast, we will chat with Brian Smith, who, of course, is Locked On Recruiting Insider. A big weekend of recruiting when y'all were out at the lake, having your parties. There were a whole lot of commitments over the weekend that do impact LSU. So we will chat with Brian Smith about that coming up on tomorrow's edition of Locked On LSU.